0: This year's hometown round on the Bachelorette sure felt rushed, but it was also an adrenaline rush with some unforgettable moments. Eric and his family play valiantly with heavy hearts. Home is where the heartbreak is for Tyler. Jason and Johnny take steps forward, but with cold feet. And while Tino's parents give Rachel a baby back grilling, Zach's family understands you gotta support the team. Not even ABC could cover it all in one night, but we're sure gonna try. It's all coming up on the Bachelor Zone.
1: To
2: the bachelor
0: zone. Welcome back to the Bachelor Zone, your spin-free zone for hard-hitting Bachelor stats and analysis. I'm your host, Michael Wally. With me, as always, two of my dearest friends and your favorite Bachelor pundits and competitive dating experts, we got Zachary Pike. Hello, Michael Wally. All right, the poison for
2: Cusco. Cusco's Poison, and Daniel A. Duddy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give, us your, uh, war- give uh, us your Warbird. What's
1: the deal? That's my only Seinfeld.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Give us a little Warburton. Come on. You got a uh, Patrick Warburton in you. Uh, you got this. Uh,
1: Elaine, uh, I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. There you H- go. High
2: five.
0: Yeah.
1: High <laughs> five. Job.
2: Sticking the landing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Patrick Warburton. All the stars were out last night. A uh, lot to talk about. Let's get right into it with our headlines. Brought to you by Too Many Vases. Are you rich in New Orleans? Prove it with Too Many Vases. So they said ABC couldn't possibly cover seven hometown dates in one night. And they were right. Uh, Avon's still waiting for his chance next week. The other six dates came and went with a blur, but five of them were successful with only Tyler failing to advance. So, guys, which of the players did the best job coaching their family member teammates and orchestrating these hometown dates in your eyes?
2: Hmm. I gotta... It's tough, because I love Patrick Warburton so damn much, and (laughs) I'm I'm really rooting for Zach now. After this week, Zach is my front runner. I'm just... Spoiler alert. But I think... uh, that's tough, man. I think I either got to go for Zach or I got to go for, and it's a little weird cause it was such a, a kind of a downer and a heartfelt date, but Eric. Yep. Yeah. Just, just being able to get his family who's been through so much trauma and just a bad time the last couple of years to just rally the troops and circle the wagons and just come in hot and, and have such that still have that open loving feeling, you know, and not, not making things too dour the entire time, even though the circumstances were bad. Uh, that was pretty beautiful. But, I mean, every everyone did a, a pretty damn good job, except for the two people that didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd have to agree. Eric uh, feels like the number one right now, uh, definitely on the Gabby side. It is hard to take this question when you have two games going on, you know? Right. So, uh, it's a lot.
0: Two totally different dealers who have different smooch counts, different styles of play. Mm-hmm.
1: I would say Eric on the Gabby side, and I think I I, I don't like what Tino's family set up, but this feels like the type of pattern we've seen so many times where you're playing uh, hard to get ball and, you know, you you give a little bit of adversity to the lead, and that seems to really go a long way, unfortunately. Yeah, sometimes. weirdly.
2: We should start calling it baby back bitch ball at this point. <laughs> I think is what we need to do. Yeah, it really. Is. Brandon is claiming it for himself.
0: And what's what was weird about it, like it, it wasn't even tino individually that was playing hard to get it was just his his family was just playing hard to get clock cock, block
2: ball I like, for I, him I I, I kind of liked it I mean we'll <laughs> talk about it a lot the the level the level of how intense the, the heat vitriol got turned was up. insane yeah holy moly like sometimes we see it when you have like special celebrity guest stars we definitely saw it when Chris Harrison exited and we had the revolving uh Bachelor in Paradise hosts where like people just hard winked to the camera that like you know this show's dumb. You know what I mean? Like that energy where they just break the fourth wall and are like, this is all nonsense. This whole thing is dumb. And, and then you see the either usually the lead or whoever they're talking to try to justify that the premise of the bachelor or bachelorette to this person. And you could see it last night with Rachel where he was like, this is all stupid. This is not a real relationship. She's like, no it it is right (laughs) she like had no fight in her at all after that she was like no yeah that's how no i do and he's like yo but you're seeing other guys right now like you're saying all this thing to another family she's like no i'm not like yes you are like it was just so fun to watch her just flail even though it was rough play and i you know normally i would say like oh tino had you know he should have done a better job coaching his team but he also didn't seem to care at all about it. He was like, "Yep, that's just the, that's the way the cookie crumbles." Like he didn't seem to really even apologize for it. I'll give him credit, um he was good on his feet at the start of the night when
0: his dad was like, "So, like, what is the deal? Like what yeah. is what is going to like how is how does this play out? How is this realistic in any way?" And Tina was like, "Well, I'm going to be sending them all home, dad." And yeah. so he tried to like keep it light, and then his dad was like, no, we're talking out, out back yeah. right now. And then yeah. Tino was like, all right, shit, I don't, I don't think there's anything I can do.
2: Yeah, I'm not suspending disbelief for this one, right. T-boy.
0: <laughs> but I think, I think you're right, Duddy, that there's something to be said for the fact that in terms of meeting the parents, I, I, I mean, aside from Ben Stiller and meet the parents, I think that's the worst I've ever seen on, on a television screen. Sure. But even after all of that... He dropped the the L bomb, and she gave it back to him, and that's the only player that that she did that for, which mm-hmm. is a huge. Divi- when you have that that rough of a night and that hard of a time finding your rhythm and finding your footing, and you still and you still get the uh, the L bomb at the end of the night, that's um, yeah. incredible.
2: It it bums me out because I think what Duddy said earlier is true. I think it is like, <sighs> Tino's one of those guys who's playing that card of just Sunday. It's 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 not negging's the wrong word to use because it has such a ironically negative connotation but like it's it's a it's a it's a throwing things at the host and making the host be the one who's off kilter and off guard and like challenging them constantly as a way of like maybe forcing some kind of trauma bond or forcing some kind of like feeling of adversity so that like look what we've been through in our relationship as opposed to like having a good time Mm -hmm. and like treating them nicely you know what I mean not that he's like an asshole necessarily like a Luke P or something but he's he's, he's got the same flavor of like he can do no wrong so he's just going to do some wrong shit
1: I do think it yeah I do think it's funny though that like his reaction to the whole thing was like after her his parents absolutely just grilled the shit of her was like no they love you this is <laughs> That's <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> it's bananas
0: um, that was a baby bag, bald face line.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was. She, I, I liked how much she just like laughed at it. She's like, yeah. "Are you kidding? Are you serious right now?" Yeah, that was fun.
0: I mean, like, I feel like Tino kind of failed up in a way. Like sometimes when when you sprinkle in adversity, or in this case, when it gets just dropped in the basket really hard, and and you're like, it, when it happens in that way, then like that. Yeah, I guess like he's got some momentum. Strangely, but I think the t- the two dates that in terms of the orchestration that I appreciate the most, uh, first of all, I think you got to start with Eric. Um, I mean, we we learned at the, ep- the end of the episode that his father passed away, and um, our s- sincere condolences to his family. Um, but it really, it, it despite the circumstances, it became a pretty beautiful thing because in covering the show, I tend to... I like the play in hometowns, and I like the offense that's on display, but I also... Sometimes I feel myself getting kind of bored with it because it's the same beats getting hit four different times in the same night. Mm-hmm. That tends to be how it plays out. But this this felt different and it felt special. And what I think Eric did really well was he gave her a dose of reality and like, look, there are things in life that are bigger than the game. And that's where I'm at right now. And that's what's happening. And, yeah. I, and I'm sorry that it has to be this way, but that's what it is. We're not going to do the beats of like, Gabby, I think you and I need to have a talk on the porch swing for like yeah, no, This is like we're in some deep this shit. This is here. some real family shit. Well, yeah. it
2: was the most authentic of them, obviously, but then that is what being in a relationship is about and that the show right. misses a lot is like the hard times. That's what we see it in Instagram months after the show. Usually men tell all, you start to see like them doing normal relations like, you know, third, fourth date stuff. We're like, Hey, by the way, I'm going through this like pretty traumatic thing right now yada 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 and if you're with somebody like you yeah their family sort of becomes even before you get married their family sort of becomes your family in terms if there's that level of of uh you know stuff going on yeah you got to deal with it. it kind of affects your life as well so the fact that he was able to throw it to her and she was like yeah i'm down also i'm an icu nurse so like you know i got something to talk about i can like maybe i can help or something you know like that energy she brought to when she was speaking with his dad was kind of like i i totally kind of she was acting like she turned her nurse hat on kind of and she was yeah like, I, I, you know you're doing so good. You're, you know, she was being really um, sweet and listening to him and, you know, they were having cool. yeah.
0: they were having a, a heartbreaking, but very genuine conference. Yeah. It's one of the more more genuine moments that I've yeah. seen on the show. And I just, yeah. I love the way he blended. My family's having a really hard time right now with, but having said that, it is really important to me that, that you're here today because yeah. the way that I feel about you, I'm getting strength from that. And that's yeah. helping me get through that. And the fact that he could blend that together so nicely is, I mean, we talked about last week how it kind of felt like a three-horse race. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering, if Gab- does Gabby really love any of these guys right now? Yeah. But that means that you're just one great game from taking control and taking the reins. Right. And I think that's what we saw last night with Eric.
2: Yeah. It's tough, though, because I don't think she's picking anybody. I think just from what we saw in the previews. Well, and the I blonde think, guy can't win. No. You know? No. Absolutely not. Mullet. Also, like, the, <laughs> the fact that Eric... This is the first time he really felt superhuman to me. He seemed like kind of a, a, jo- like a little scamp the rest of the season, you know? A little bit too cocky, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Like they were kind of having a weird relationship where it seemed like they were having like hitting it off at the bar, but they probably would fight pretty quickly, like if they actually spent any serious time together. Uh, I think uh, this definitely helped him in terms of being a. I would probably go be willing to say safely he's the front runner for Gabby um, at this point. Right now, it's like leaps and bounds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but
1: I, well, the other guys seem to not be into it at all. So. Yeah. No, they don't Yeah, the other guys are backing away. Yeah. Yeah. Did,
2: did Eric say that he's down to go for, put a ring on it last night explicitly? I know there's L-bombs exchanged and stuff, but...
0: It never came up specifically, but out of Gabby's players, he's the only one where he said, I'm falling in love with you, and she said it back to him.
2: Yeah. Wow, that's crazy, because Rachel is the opposite situation. Even the guy she broke up with dropped L-bombs. Even that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow, interesting! And actually,
0: speaking of Rachel's guys on on her side of it, the guy that I'm most impressed with was Zach. The way yeah. the way that he coached last night that's because perfect. it it really was like the way that that date started, and he's on the bikes. I thought Zach, that's a rookie mistake, man. You're going double dose mm-hmm. of bikes, but then he's. He brings her up the ladder, and they're watching planes, mm. and then they're watching movies in the backyard together. And what I realize is, oh my god, this son of a bitch—he's brilliantly doing a panorama of their greatest hits, yeah—and showing her the
2: arc mm-hmm. narratively what their love story has been. Yeah, it's like a finale and a concerto, right? <laughs> really beautiful stuff
0: <laughs> with Patrick Warburton doing the crescendo for him.
2: That's right. <laughs> yeah, hitting the coda at the end there. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, it was really nice seeing his family. I, I wouldn't don't think expect it's weird to, to
1: like. Think put on a video of you making out with your girlfriend in front of your family it's a little weird yeah like, i like didn't
2: know the family was there until they commented <laughs> on it towards the end of it like oh yeah right. i thought it was just them too i'm like oh they're just like yeah they're rehashing what they did earlier in the season and then and then his mom was like oh
0: <laughs> it's no stranger though when hannah brown was the bachelorette and she was like yeah peter made me come four times in that windmill and then peter's mom was like standing ovation yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> awesome baby yeah. like that's my boy Oh Barbara
1: (laughs) But I guess that's how We would be too right Like you know Our kids were in the game And we'd be like Yeah take him to the smoocheria (laughs) Yeah That's good technique
2: Yeah multiple orgasms In a a public trespassing area Yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's fun Because that's
0: just what Rachel does too She smooches Then she smooches
2: some more Yeah She's she's just a prolific In the smoocheria Lots of smooching happening That's what's gonna happen Yeah I mean it was Really impressive The one thing I noted For that date uh, Is his dad This is And this is to compare this to what Tino's family did... Like, Rachel's family, obviously, we had Patty Warburg, and We had a lot of people who had the tick yeah. in there, you know, making her feel comfortable. They were really... They, they at least gave her, like, hugs when she walked in. They were very warm and opening, but it didn't do, like, zero defense. I think they did a perfect thing of where she still kind of tested... That it kicked the tires a little bit. I know his dad, like, he had a brief line of questioning of, like, is this for real, for real? And the thing he said, which is so true, and I can attest to as being true, this is his dad's line is in exotic locations you can fall in love with a monkey <laughs> like and that's <laughs> don't that's, i know they it. don't talk about it enough but it's very true <laughs> like if you're just traveling in paris for two weeks with some ran- and you meet some random person yeah in a week you can propose you yeah. know what i mean emotions are flying oh my like, god yeah yeah love is like, in the air yeah anything like that that's a that's a really common thing and it doesn't get brought up enough in hometowns where they're just like you guys they're like we just had this whirlwind adventure and it's like yeah no shit you feel the way you do now <laughs> so it was fun that he brought that up and it was a good way to show him like that's how you do it what Tino's parents did, which we'll talk about later probably more, is uh, is not the way.
1: <laughs> or the way.
2: Yeah. It's possible. Or the way. Well, Could I, be the way. I'm actually, I'm I'm glad you
0: you brought this up, the comparison between how it went with Zach's family and how it went with Tino's family. Because um, first <laughs> first of all, you got to say that, like, imagine that you're Rachel and Zach says you're like, okay, so you're going to meet my Uncle Pat. Yep. And she's like, okay, cool. And then you open the door and then a national treasure from like two of the yeah. most successful sitcoms of all time yeah. is just sitting there. It's yeah. so, like, I don't think there's ever been a bigger bait, ace in the hole than that. But I'm glad that you brought up the fact that, that Zach, I was impressed with his whole family, but specifically Chapman. Mm. What I want to talk about with him is that the conversation that he had with Rachel in the conversation that Joe, Tino's dad had with Rachel, the line of questioning at its core was exactly the same. They went through the same beats of you know I am uh, this is kind of a fantasy bubble that you're living with living in at the moment. I'm concerned about uh, my son's feelings getting hurt and his heart getting broken. So they were hitting the same things, but there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way. Like in the same way that like if two different actors deliver the same monologue in completely different ways, then the meaning totally changes. Mm-hmm. Chapman he went into it with the approach of. You know what? My son really seems infatuated with you right now. Let me try to get to know you a little better. And I'll ask you questions that way. Tino, Tino's dad said, get the fuck off. Get the fuck out of my house. You lying Jezebel. (laughs) You (laughs) lying Jezebel. Leave and never return. And it goes to show you that like asking questions like that, that is what great defensive family members do. But there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. There's a right approach and a wrong approach. And last night I think really exemplified that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, big time. It is just intention. That's all it is. The intention behind the words. You can feel it. You can hear it. You can see it on the on the, the game tape.
1: I'm coming around to the other side of this, though. As, as the pod is progressing, I'm starting to think, I don't know if there's a right way or wrong way. I think there's an effective way and an ineffective way. And I'm starting to think that, yeah, you know, they, they gave her guff, but that seemed to be ultimately the effective way, you know? Like, yes, it was maybe a little bit, like not as clean but you got points on the board because of it
2: it was like unnecessarily difficult you know what i mean like the, the same thing got happened in both cases like wally's saying and the only reason tino was able to survive it and get the l-bomb back and all that and like stick the landing at the end of the day was just because he had such an advantage like somehow he's got that he's playing with house money a little bit right we've right. already discussed that all season and he's he's like imagine if tino was a as a cooler guy and not a baby back bitch right right and he was just like a sweetheart like and and that went down like his his parents basically just did the same thing that zach's family did like he would be he would be giving zach around for his money whereas now i think zach has just run away with this and tino is is in the distant distant distance
1: i one disagree i think tino's ahead and two i think it's that's great
2: you think rachel wants to meet that guy again
1: i I, think think so his dad well, I think that's the thing. I think it's... So it's... The words are almost irrelevant. It is the emotional component. Yeah. And I feel like what Tino's parents did was you know, the questions were whatever. They were conveying, we don't accept you. Earn our acceptance. Prove yourself.
2: I think you, the first half of that sentence is correct. The second half, I don't think they even implied. I think they were like, get the we'll fuck out of here, you, you. weirdo. Yeah. Her, his, dad, his dad is the kind of guy who would like put a stack of ones on the top of a diner table and be like, all right, server... You do something that pisses me off. I put it. I take a. I take one off. Yeah. You get here fast. I like put one on. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like he has that like just like holier than thou energy and just that entitlement and shit. Like I, he had such a bad vibe. You could just see Rachel being like, I hate this guy. Even if he does like want her, maybe come around on her someday. I don't think she's ever gonna come around with those guys. The way that they they just their chemistry doesn't work.
0: And that's why it's so strange to try to analyze it because. If you look at the box score and you look at the coaching of it all, easily I would say Zach had the better night, like wait, leaps and bounds a better yeah, night than easy, Tino did. Easy, and yet s- despite that, somehow, some way, Tino and not Zach is the one who gets the L bomb at the end of all of it. It actually it makes Ooh. me think back to, to Hannah Brown season. Um, Jed's hometown date went went horribly. Remember that's, Jed had that like right. that really nasty sister that just like openly yeah. hated Hannah? It was
2: actually very similar,
0: yeah. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. And then but it was actually the adversity that gave Jed a bigger lead than he had ever had, even though it doesn't right. it doesn't really make sense, but like it just does work out that way. Yeah, you're right. Oh boy. It didn't end well, but like, yeah, right now. <laughs> oh no. Well,
1: no, I mean I think it's a big risk, right? Like when you when you go in, you know, so I I, I get cast on, on the Bachelorette. What? In this hypothetical. <laughs> okay. And I'm I'm coaching up my family because, right, I, I don't know if the comms are open, you know, uh, before, uh, you know, I, I might not see them again till hometowns to coach them up. Mm. So I'm going to say, like, hey, all right, you know, there's going to be this thing called hometowns. Now, there's two different approaches. You could be as accepting as possible. You could put on, you know, your best face and your best bullshit and, you know, pretend to be the functioning family that I, I know we're not. Or we could just... Let her have it, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe I don't know what the I I still don't. We've been covering this show for for six years now or something or 20 years. And I, I don't know what the proper strategy is. And maybe it's dependent on the player. Maybe it's dependent on the family. I don't know.
0: I've always felt like the best way to go about it is rough them up a little bit. And that shows that you that you care. And come with sincere questions like like Chapman Zach's dad did, mm. but then at the end of the night, show United front and say, "You know what this is all coming from a place of love because I want this to work out now, let's sit down and
2: watch a movie or just have some dinner and some wine and just enjoy the rest yeah. of the night i f- I feel like that is the perfect way to go about it. I've been trying to get more up to date with my like millennial lingo and stuff, try to mm-hmm. catch up what the kids are saying, no cap, and I think no cap <laughs> this- guy, this Zach's family was buzzing <laughs> buzzing, and uh it's all vibes, right? The vibes. It's just the vibe thing. Like the, these families, it doesn't matter what you say. It's how you say it, how you are saying. And if, it, if you just put off a good vibe, you can almost say anything. If you just give off that energy like, hey, welcome. How you doing? Just be a just hospitality. There's just right. like, Be like a sweet host. You know, make them feel kind of welcome. And then you once you get them welcome like that, you can kind of be like, hey, I just had a couple questions, but just have, you hear how my voice kind of softened up and I go up an octave a little bit. It's like, hey, there's... I'm just wondering, like, uh, are you lying
1: to me about stuff? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can
2: be forward, but if you're just kind of sweet about it, it works better. And uh, like the kids say, it's all vibes.
1: I think I'm going to coach up my family. All right, so you say vibes. Wally, you say... uh I don't the, the mid. Road. I mean, I I
0: I hate the way you phrase that, but I I don't uh, I don't disagree. Yeah. Like, uh, and well, I'm just you I just hate the vibes. I I just hate when people say that. <laughs> I, wow. I do. Uh, I am very worried about this generation coming coming oh, behind boy. us and the way they phrase. Them. I don't know. I but, think
1: I tell my gra- I think I tell my grandparents. Uh, you know, give them give them two four, and they'll be like, "You are not good enough for our grandson," <laughs> and uh, you know. I, I think that's, I, I'm looking in Tino's parents playbook and I'll see how that goes for me.
2: I think you're right. If they're tough on them, like Jed's sister was, there was something that was bleeding through the camera last night though. That was like, just like you said, Wally, just like a pure vitriol. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming off. And the guy just seemed like an annoying dude. He did seem like right. He, he seemed yeah. like, I don't want to maybe be presumptuous, but like a, like a daddy back bitch. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm also thinking possibly a
0: Napoleon complex too because like oh. even though he and Rachel didn't see eye to eye, they were seeing eye
1: to eye. Oh, <laughs> like,
2: you know what? That's That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. He's short, Duddy.
1: Oh, all right. <laughs> I was like, did he conquer yeah. multiple countries? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. what Wally's talking about?
2: Yep, that's the way. This is the way.
1: <laughs> is he a former general of France? <laughs> but yeah, like even though Tino
0: got the... The, the prize at the end of the night, in spite of it all, but I also kind of feel like they reached a point of no return. Rachel and his parents like how how do you bounce back it's not that you can't bounce that's back from I that, but that's a that's a brutal start like an almost insurmountable start.
2: It's wild that Tino's going to Mexico it looks like in the previews yeah, it seems like Zach will be there with him, so and Tyler went home. Steven's getting uh, getting the axe also you think or he's going to his fantasy suite? I think it's so weird that they didn't get his date in there somehow Yeah unless it unless so it's like a fucking crazy home run derby you know what I right. mean like it could be like a really awesome date
0: He wasn't in the trailer at all for next week but that could be because like they're trying to like yeah, build the mystery a little bit I think cuz
2: they're fl- they had that flip out thing where they're like Wait, we'll talk about this more probably later in the Patreon but like the men's tell all looks like it's going to be a big drop about like bachelor news you know mm-hmm. my theory and the reason that avon's date wasn't even shown and nothing like even haven't talked about it at all is my theory from last week and the week before that is that avon's gonna get sent home and like in a tragic just like oh my heart got broken but i'm like a really sweet guy she is not you it's me kind of conversation like she had with tyler the this tyler week type thing okay and then they're gonna bring him out and God willing Ethan and say, we're going to do two bachelors for the first time in history. And that's the response. That would, be a perv- that would be a perfect. That's that response. That yeah. we see.
1: That's a great, uh, yeah. theory. We're going to have right.
2: a, a black Prince charming and the first Asian, uh, bachelor as a double. Season. Oh, that'd be sensational. I think it'll be a fun because time.
0: I think they're, they're both really worthy candidates. Yeah. And I'm absolutely. also thinking like, well, you've done this with two women now. Like why not? Try it'd be the crazy team. for that. It'd be crazy for them
2: to go back to a single bachelor. Right. After this, right. Yeah. Am I crazy? And, thus they, they, and then then maybe they can be like, okay, we did it. Now we're done. And then they don't have to do it again. But I think that's a good theory. Yeah. yeah. I think and objectively that's the answer. Like that's what they should do. I think so. Yeah. I think that's why we didn't see Avin because he's going to have that and he's going to have a moment of, with Rachel during the tell all that's like, hey, you know, he's going to hug her. It's going to be fine.
1: You shouldn't have farted in the <laughs> ribs that my parents were making and... And that's why he gets set you know, because yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she farted in his parents. Ribs. And gotcha. She got embarrassed about it <laughs> yeah. and was like, all right, you know, I didn't do anything. And he's like, Rachel <laughs> farted. And, and really, made, you know, he made like a little, and you whole know, thing of it.
0: When you're meeting the parents, like sometimes you just fart in the ribs because there's, there's a lot of pressure. It's, it's very nerve wracking. Yeah. And you hope that they like you. And you just, I'm going to say
1: this earlier. We yeah. said the way like five <laughs> times. Me
2: and Duddy looked at each other, stood up, winked and said, that's the way to do things. And I miss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said, Yeah, that's the way it's gonna go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you know what's not the way? <laughs> not this, because D-railing you know what is the way. Is- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I'll tell you what's not the way is just not listening to your fellow co hosts But what yeah. is the way is just not being, the way. It's being, but it being your most authentic self. Yeah. And that's where the way, O U A, I can help you with your hair care routine, having you feeling so confident, being your most authentic self by helping you create daily routines that help you live your life your way. They make it easy by helping you elevate your hair care routine with products for every type of hair and texture, everything you need to make uh, your locks look their best. I mean, especially uh, August is winding down. It's It's been so hot out, uh, probably where you live as well. Uh, and just throwing some way in your hair, like it just helps you. It, you feel so confident. You can probably hear it coming through the hair waves. I mean, when you use their Clarifying Detox Shampoo with their signature Melrose Place Fragrance, their leave-in conditioner – and if you want to drop whey every day, try their scalp serum. It's a skincare-inspired scalp serum that helps balance and hydrate your scalp to create an ideal environment for hair to thrive, giving you thicker, longer-looking hair in as little as 90 days with hyaluronic acid to promote hydration, red clover flower extract to soothe irritation, and peptides for the appearance of thicker, fuller hair. So find your way. Get a customized hair care routine when you take their quiz at way.com. And use our code. Use code ZONE3 to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's right. 15% off your order at dot com. Code ZONE3. Uh, they
2: made up their minds and they started walking. <laughs> <laughs> they left before the sun came out that day. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but we're not going to leave no. you if you need help <laughs> with your
0: fantasy team. The teams are only getting smaller. The spots on your roster are only getting smaller. And you're probably calling out to for some help. Who should I be starting my fantasy lineup if I want to win my league? We've got your help, as always, with the talented Mr. Rosé Max Singer. He's got your fantasy minute.
3: Here he comes now, but my Max Singer, he's a fantasy pro. Gonna tell you who's playing for the ring, for the rose, or for the road. And he's got those hot tits and inside scoop that you're gonna need. So, Max Singer, who do you like this week in fantasy to see? Welcome back to the Fantasy Minute. I'm just going to come right out and say it, folks. I missed the boat. We've been introduced to too many new locales for my like, half of which feel like they're in New Jersey for some reason, and I'm ready to get back to the safety of Virgin Cruise Lines. Since we don't know the full outcome of hometowns and who moves on to Fantasy Suites, we're going to look ahead to the five players I'm signing off on heading to Paradise. Let's meet the talented Mr. Rosé All-Star Special. We'll start things off with Tyler. Broken Heart? Nothing the best summer ever can't fix. His Jersey Shore expertise will come in handy at the beach. And dare I say, perhaps a roll behind the bar in due time. Yep, I said it. Ethan is my next pick for Mexico. He put together a sneaky good season and emerged as a fan favorite with a major social media presence. I'd predict big things for him in paradise. Now, on to Meatball. We saw him pouring sauce on himself in the preview for Men Tell All, so it's safe to say we'll see more of him. Hopefully he remembers to pour sunscreen on himself, too. While he's still in the competition and anything can happen, I'm going to assume Johnny will make an appearance on Paradise. I can't quite figure out if he's more a country concert or tailgating Jimmy Buffett kind of guy, but both are good training for Paradise. And finally, Robbie. Yep, the magician from night one is back. He won't be in the cast, though. He'll just be performing at the resort. Remember to tip your servers. Thanks for listening all season and playing along with our fantasy league on the Batch Live app. And as always, I'm the talented Mr. Rose, and this has been your fantasy minute.
0: Thank you, Max. This week's Fantasy Minute brought to you, as always, by the Batch Live app. Think you have what it takes to out fantasy your favorite bachelors own pundits? Download the Batch Live app on your smartphone or mobile device and join our exclusive league for free today. Coming up next, we're going to be talking all things swats, deflections, box outs, and downhard gritty defense. It's Steel of the Night.
3: This is the Steel of the Night.
0: Steel of the Night brought to you by the Jersey Shore. You never can run nor can hide what you've done from the eyes, the eyes of the Jersey Shore. So, guys, in these hometown rounds, there usually isn't a lot of defense. It's mostly offense, but we've got an important award to hand out here at this crucial point of the game.
2: Zach, I'll start with you. Who gets your steal of the night for this hometown round? Tino's family. I mean, we've never <laughs> seen someone get stuck up as much or stood up as much as on a hometown date ever. I mean, like you said, Jed's sister is a good ringer. There's been a few people, a few dads have been like, I got to have a little word with you, Missy, or I got to have a word with you, mister. It, what we saw last night was just brutal. Yeah. It was it was a bloodbath. It was hard <laughs> it was like to see. A UFC fight. Oh my god, it was tough to see. And I, I almost gave it. And I don't, I don't want to step on your guys toes if you're going to give it to. Her. I almost gave it to Rachel for what she did to uh, our boy Tyler because it was pretty wild watching him get stuff like that. But Tino, the fact that he couldn't even talk, he, he couldn't even jump in there and defend anybody. Like he, it's his job to kind of like try to make something happen. It was just his dad was like, "No, I brought you into this world." I'll take your little baby back ass out back. And like, you <laughs> completely shut him down. It was wild to watch. And then his mom came in, and you, you could feel like she was going to be a good cop. And then she's like, hey, do you want a Coke? Do you want like some candy or anything? Are you hungry? It'll just be a little bit longer now. Can I just see your hand real quick? Boom, put a <laughs> knife in it. She was a, she came with just as much heat as her <laughs> papa. It was wild. Here's a
0: soda can for you. Fuck
2: yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just bash <laughs> them over the head with it. Like, you know. Brutal police,
0: yeah. Brutal, brutal defense. Daniel, like, who you got for steal the night?
1: Well, I feel like uh, Jason's dad and mom were both competing for who was the sadder parent in the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of tears. Yeah, and I feel like uh, Jason's dad put up a good fight. You know, he, he came in, he he brought flowers, he seemed to combust with with crying uh, upon seeing his son, but. Jason's mom I I think brought it to a whole nother level you know I I think she was just full on uh, intense emotion top to bottom to the point where we are in no doubt that this guy's going to therapy we are in no doubt (laughs) that he is facing a serious emotional trauma Uh, and for that I give her uh, the steal the night in the okay stealing from the dad sure
2: and the divorce
1: yeah. they had, okay.
0: I'm actually, I felt kind of shocked that they're, they're divorced because they're both so similar with mm. how much they just instantly broke down and cried.
2: You can't run a household with that much crying. <laughs> yeah. <divorced? laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's true too. That's tough. You got to like do the, you know, you take out the trash and pay bills, <laughs> go to work.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, it's um, like a constant, anything you can do, I can do better, yeah. but with crying. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
0: I'm actually, I'm going to go to that Jersey Shore date. Uh, but I'm gonna give it to Tyler. Uh, I feel Tyler himself. Yeah, and here's what. Well, first of all, I just I feel so badly for the guy because we've all been in that. We've saying this off the mic. And we've all, except for you, Zach. You yeah, right? I haven't <laughs> been in that. <laughs> apparently, you're on a very nice run where you've you've only been the mafia guy, not the one getting whacked. But
2: no, not that we, way.
0: <laughs> but when when you are the one in that seat, everyone in the world sees it except for you. And he was mm-hmm. in that seat, and I've been there before, and I felt. My heart was, was just breaking for him. I thought about like, you know, you're, you're in your hometown. It's where you work. Everyone in town seems to know you. They're all calling out your name. You're, you're related man. to all of them. You're related, yeah, apparently related to everyone who works there too. <laughs> you clearly love it there. You win in all these carnival games, winning prizes, having some, some great fair food. And then that happens. Like that's, that's a really tough, bro, a tough blow, mm. really tough break. And the fact that he, he clearly wanted to cry – Mm. But he did not follow Jason Parent's route. He deflected those tears, and he stayed strong, and he kept it really classy. And that moment when he said "thank you" for allowing me to love again, and that little bit of a quiver in his voice where it seemed like he was going to break down, and somehow he swatted it away. Mm. And that moment right there, I thought to myself, man, if he wasn't at the top of scouting report lists for women who are going to paradise, oh, sure. he is there now. They're like whoever is heading down there on the female side, they're thinking this guy is a sweetheart. Especially since Paradise is loaded with guys who kind of go there, like yeah, I'll just like kind of hook up a little bit and see what happens. Like wrong, re- it's like it's the capital city of wrong reasons. Yeah. And this is this is a really sweet guy who really fell in love. Yeah, and, and, I,
2: and he got his heart stepped on or whatever. Yeah. So you're giving it to the uh, Tyler's ability to not cry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All his, right. His ability to suppress his own tears. I yeah. like it. I like it.
1: You know, you're allowed to do whatever you want on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But because he's the only one who, who got sent home, uh, is he going to win our next award? We're going to talk about that next as we hand out the keys of the city that nobody wants to go to. It's Mayor of Choketown. Hey, 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 hey. I pronounce the Mayor of Choketown. Mayor of Choketown brought to you by Excessive Horseradish, the official sandwich topping of Tino's parents. So guys, there's a lot of pressure in these hometown rounds and not everyone handles it well. DA, let's start with you. Who gets your keys to the city of
2: Choketown?
1: Yeah, I'm giving it to Tyler. I mean... <laughs>
0: Yeah, you want to just double? That's why I wanted to help Duddy. him out. I
2: knew this was coming. <laughs> I'm gonna hop on. I'm gonna be like, uh, you know, when you when you turn in a project, it's like a group project in in school where you all have to build a volcano. And like one <laughs> kid and his parents does all the work. I'm gonna do that right now and just hop on Duddy's thing. So, Duddy, take it away. We both worked on. This.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I mean, well, for one, damn, I can't say I did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna credit. <laughs> <laughs> for one, you know, he just he he went and clearly, this woman's about to break. Anytime they sit you down on a park bench for a talk in this show, like you say, well, it's like, how can you see it coming? But if you look at the game, you know what I mean? No, it, I'm,
0: no I'm saying everyone sees it coming except for the person who's sitting there. But
1: you got, you, like, at a certain point in The Sopranos, when they put you in the front seat of the passenger side of the car and everyone sits behind you, you, you do the night. see it coming. Yeah, <laughs> You know you're about to get whacked.
2: You can feel it in the air, Yeah,
1: yeah. To go out <laughs> and say uh, I'm falling for you right before it happens at the Jersey Shore, no less. You know he's catching a beating for that one afterwards too. <laughs> uh, it was as someone from New Jersey, I, I, I th- that's that's just the definition. He he is in Point Pleasant, Choketown, USA. Yeah, and Zach agrees. It feels fitting that it
0: happened on on the Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Other- <laughs> on the jersey shore
2: everything dies baby that's a fact <laughs> yeah. everything that dies some days come back except for
0: tyler, tyler in this competition know, but maybe on paradise yeah
2: <laughs> took your hair up pretty meet me in atlantic city no daddy yeah, yeah absolutely everything he said uh it's a bummer he's a sad sad little boy <laughs> i like tyler I, like i said i met him in real life he was one of the guys i thought was a major front runner seeing how he was playing on the field he seemed like the chillest uh, dude he's very nice guy him and ethan him and ethan say, are yeah. the two 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 uh bros Tyler a little bit, and I think this is going to go for him in paradise. Obviously, people we talked a lot about his abs with uh, with Ali last week. I think he the only his only weakness and the sin that he might that might fell uh, him is his vanity. I think he does know how he looks, and he, he in the mirror like he's a pretty guy with good abs. In the mirror, he probably looks even more pretty to himself. Do you mm. know what I mean? You yeah. can kind of tell that with his vibe. That was the only thing I got from him. If we were like hanging out as bros playing. The uh, fan favorite Mario Kart, I could see him kind of just like pausing to check his hair every fucking twenty minutes. like he has that energy. He's the only qualm I have for him. He also lives in Choketown now, which is <laughs> tough. The real estate's getting the market's crazy. rent's too damn high <laughs> and actually the the
0: fact that he knows that about himself maybe I would say definitely actually that plays a role in the fact that Rachel went on a mm. long walk by herself mm. at a carnival at the boardwalk. And then comes back and sits down with tears in her eyes. Yeah. And he's like, Listen, I love you. I just gotta tell to- yeah, <laughs> like the rough. fact that he like like took that information. He's like, Okay, here's what I need to say next. Like, oh, yeah. I feel so badly for him. But someone said on Twitter it's like a dog in the car, like not realizing that they're they're gonna get put like they're about yeah. to get put down. Like This is the last ride. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> that's what it felt like. Sad as shit. I um I'm gonna lose this uh two to one, but I'm I'm not gonna make it a clean sweep though, because uh first of all, Jason, I actually thought he had a solid date overall. He did a lot of things well. Um, one thing he did not do well, though, when his dad came to meet him in the park, uh, dad seems like a very sweet guy, like we said. Uh, and I liked that move of actually splitting the parents apart and doing those meetings individually, especially if maybe they don't uh, get along anymore. Um, but then he said, Dad, you want to go over to the side and have a talk? And then Gabby's just sitting there on a bench all by herself yeah. <laughs> with just a box of beignets and no one to accompany her. Uh, worst things you can get left with, but you also, like, you, you can't leave her alone. Like, you got to yeah. make sure she's left with family members, someone to converse with. Um, so that's why I considered him. But and despite what you said, Zach, giving Steele the night out to Tino's parents, I, I actually think they're worthy of Choketown. I got to give them the keys wow. to the city in, in my mind. I mean, since Get Out came out, the movie, uh, it's become a really popular genre where a, a sigo goes to meet the family. And they're like something's a little bit off with this family, and then before they figure it out, the family's trying to trap them in there forever. Mm-hmm. This like this date at Tino's house—it felt exactly like that, except his family wanted her to be trapped anywhere else but their yeah. house. Like, yeah. I mean, like they were just—I—I—I I, I, I don't like. I guess you can call it. It is brutal defense. Tino did get the result that he wanted at the end of the night. But I felt like it was in spite of it. Like I haven't seen not since Dead Poet Society have I seen a father just try to squash his son's happiness just with so so much glee and and so much energy. Like it was oh they were just they're both so ob- obnoxious and it was it was absurd to me. Like and and also Tino, I, I mean, it, it got out of hand. It's like when you try to step in in front of a bully, and but the bully's just so merciless that like there's just nothing you can do about it anymore. Like he kind of had his hands tied. But also, as we were saying, at the end of the night, when he's like, "I assure you, my parents did adore you," I'm just like, first of all, that was so creepy, and secondly, like, no, they didn't. Like, did yeah. you not see what just happened in there? It was crazy
2: whole- that she let that fly. Like, she didn't. She called him out. And she's she, like, "I yeah. think you're lying," but like, <laughs> the fact that he was he trying to be sarcastic in that moment. Do you think he actually like? I think that he was. T- be I think he
0: was trying to pat her on the back Ugh. and and make her feel better about the whole thing. He was just doing a terrible, lazy job
2: of it. I, this might be harsh, but fuck Tino. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, honestly. I, I haven't, I, I, he hasn't done anything that like puts him in like true villain categories this season. But it seems like he's capable guys, of it, though. He's capable of it, I think. I think he's going to maybe go to Paradise or something and maybe get a no villain card. I don't know. It's hard to say.
0: And and, I don't know either. And in his family, the the licorice pizza brother who didn't say anything is the most valuable player in that
1: family. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: He was that night anyway. That's right. He had a brother. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy.
1: Why was he a licorice pizza, bro? He
0: seemed like just the shirt and hairstyle. I just, I got the sense that he saw a licorice pizza and and really liked it a lot.
1: <laughs> was he copying? Bradley Cooper. He's just a big, Cooper, he? just
0: a big PTA. Uh, Cooper. Cooper
2: Hoffman. He's just a okay. big PTA fellow. Yeah, it seemed like it. Okay, uh,
0: but yeah, I mean, it's in spite of, in spite of all of that, uh, Tino is still alive. Let's take a look at the five guys who are alive and uh, talk about how they're going to fare. Who's thriving? Who's merely surviving? And who's driving on the 710 to Pasadena? It's Ring Rosa Road. Ring Rosa Road this week brought to you by Night at the Roxbury 2, starring Johnny, his brother, and his best friend. Uh, so we still, the jury's still out on Avon. We'll see, we'll see what happens there. Uh, in terms of the five guys who survived last night, will they keep surviving? Let's start with Johnny, speaking of our sponsor, Zach. I'll give you the first word. Ring Rose
2: Road. I think he's. I think his family earned him a rose, at least for sure. Like he's going to get to Mexico. I think it's hard to. It's tough because they're. He seems kind of tied with Jason in my book. Now that Eric was able to pull what he was able to pull this week, but I think because his folks were so chill, uh, and they seem like I think his sister was it. His sister that was very uh, effervescent too. Uh, I think I, it was the, the best friend's girlfriend, I think. Sure, yeah, yeah, who yeah. was kind of just sweet to Gabby. I think that gets him a rose. I, I have a hard time giving him the road right now because those two guys are so unremarkable, though. Like, Jason and Johnny seem to me now that they're just kind of... They're good players, both of them, but I... I, I it, 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 Gabby's thing, I can just feel it with everybody that, like, she doesn't have her heart in the game anymore. And they I think they know that. Oh, that's the
0: sense you got. Did I do. I do. I, like, got that I feel like too. everyone Ever is Nate just lived.
2: everyone's ready. Yeah, everyone's just ready to throw in the towel now, including Gabby.
0: I think his Johnny's family were They were almost supportive to a fault because Gabby was like, "Yeah, like I love your son's blue eyes." And the mom's like, "Yeah, he does have great blue eyes." Like, like this <laughs> could like this, this could be this could be, the, this could be the start of something. Like, I just felt like they were they were so pat and like the dad was just like, "Yeah, sure. Like that's all yeah. I need to hear. I just met you, but like that's yeah, all I need like to hear." That? like that?
2: Yeah. I think it works. I th- like I, th- I wanted to. Uh, it leaves it all to him.
0: Yeah, and like I said, like I think, like Zach's family is the the what's the one? Nothing. I didn't get it either. Nothing. <laughs> no, it's fine.
2: It's fine. I'll tell
0: you guys later. Zach's family is. I think you, you got to rough him up a little bit. Like play a little bit of defense to show that you care. And yeah. Johnny's family didn't really do that. But it seems like Johnny doesn't care. Because his dad was like, what's holding you back? He's like, yeah, I don't know, like the engagement. I'm just not really feeling it. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that he's built for Mexico, but I think we're talking Tulum, Mexico, and Baxman Paradise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. in my mind, I think Gabby sees him as like the, the spring fling, the spring break fling, and yeah. that's about it. And she's just enjoying the time right now, but I don't think he's built for the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go on to Jason, D.A., Ring, Rose, Road?
1: I think he's playing for the Rose. Um, again, he really kind of put it out there that he's not playing for the ring. Um, But I think with Gabby, you get a little bit of that leeway. You get to be able to say, uh, I don't necessarily want an engagement, but I'm still very interested in you. And I see that you're a person who, you know, understands that, you know, you don't necessarily have to put a ring on a finger right away for that to blossom into a a long-term relationship. I think that maybe that's an understanding they have. I felt like the, the date itself went well. The family was supportive. Uh, they had fun in New Orleans. They uh, got people to flash them. Uh, but it's just, you know, playing for the ring means uh, getting down and and putting a ring on it.
0: I don't think Jason or Gabby understands how the beads transaction works in New Orleans, by the way. <laughs> They, it seems they were giving those up for free. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. It's it's a it's it's it's, it's to, to their credit. It's a little confusing these days with COVID. <laughs> it's, it's, it's different different vibes. Yeah. COVID ruined That's, the exchange rate. Yeah. It really there. did. Really did. The market's wild.
0: You know what's weird about Jason to me is it's kind of like that phenomenon where where something is so bad that it actually becomes kind of good. Like sort of like the the room like that sort of thing. Um, Jason he's he's so. From a classic sense, anyway, uh, classic speed dating, he's so not smooth that it actually becomes kind of disarming and kind of interesting. And he plays that very, well, and it seems to work very well for him. And Gabby, uh, it, it seems to be really working for Gabby as well. Um, I think Eric is the one who took the leap last night, but I think Jason's right there, and he sure got a shot at it.
2: Um, uh, speaking of Eric, what do you think, Zach? Ring over the road. I would say, I mean, all these guys are going home, right? I, th- I think I think that's a that's a, all the Gabby's guys. I think so. I think man. Eric still got a shot. You know what? If Eric, if anything, is going to end up coming around the second time, like the second time around, he's gonna he's gonna not get an engagement, or Gabby's not. Gabby's gonna bow out and say like, you know what? I don't want to get with any of these guys right now. And then we're gonna hear about it a couple of months from now that they're hanging out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can see that. I think that's what's going down. I can't see her from what we saw from the previews and what we've been hearing out in the world not even spoiler wise just like you know just the way things seem to be going with all these three guys of any of them I think they're the best sort of friends <laughs> if that makes sense okay. so I guess that's worth a rose in my book maybe like a friendship bracelet or like a one of those like paper rings you make for somebody in Valentine's Day in like fourth grade but not the real thing
0: I think he went into it with the rose right now after just his outstanding performance he's sitting on the the rose ring fringe
2: if anyone is a ring it'd be him but no one's getting a ring this this season from gabby yeah mm-hmm. and this
0: yeah because i think she still has a lot of doubts and he's got to come up with it once again he's got to come up with the game of his life for the second week in a row and that's really hard to do in this tournament um rachel's only l-bomb it went to tino is he getting
1: a ring from you daniel a.? uh i don't like how he plays but he puts up good stats so i'm he's getting a ring from me uh we already talked so much about it. The family, uh, you know, full court press. Uh, I don't think, again, Tino is the most eloquent there. I don't think, you know, I don't believe his save at all was effective. Uh, but, again, like, he, he's he got it on lock, and uh, that's a ring.
0: Yeah, like, he just, he seems so high in Rachel's book that a total disaster like we saw with the meeting the parents could happen and he'll he'll still be fine. Yeah. Like it would take a major, major self implosion and he does seem like a putz but I don't know if he's capable of an implosion. Like th- I do get kind of Greg Grippo vibes from him though. I could see, I could see
2: that happening. Yeah. I could see a Grippo bow out. I could also see like a Luke P bow just like a total implosion like a total what we saw a little bit like we saw hints of it during the Baby Back B episode. Yep. I don't know why I said B bitch the Baby Back <laughs> bitch episode um, where he just got like kind of irrationally angry about being ignored like if they're just spending one-on-one time and it's kind of hinted at like things going wild for zach and the fantasy suites where like the fantasies i think zach um tino and uh uh maybe it's tough to say that's kind of a toss-up even though what i said about even earlier but they might end up they might end up Having crazy fireworks in fantasy suites, and then it turned. And then it's one of those things, like maybe with uh like Juan Pablo season, where it's like see, they go in, like you know, turn the light off or whatever. And the next morning, they're like, some shit went down, right? Like yeah. he could, like he <laughs> could be a real asshole or something, or she could just be like, oh, I don't like this guy at all. uh That could also be the case. Because Zach
0: did, he did say in the trailer that after the fantasy suite, a total 180 happened. Yeah, and uh, that could be a, a trailer trick to try to mislead us. But all-
2: that's what I mean. I think that that hap- Well, yeah. Yeah,
0: But it's also that that quote is, that's tough footage to manipulate.
2: Yeah. I think he said fantasy suite as like a plural. Does that make sense? Oh, so he could be commenting on how he feels about other people. And he, I think yeah. Rachel had a horrible time with Tino. And <laughs> right. then it fucked his fantasy suite up to time or something like that. Like that could have been a thing.
1: But you know like how they do those things too where it's like the they fantasy suites do a 180. They, they could have talked about, like, a stage... Yeah. rotating you know right. yeah, yeah, like yeah. oh like or some sort of like tire like yeah. kickflip that
0: I thought the bed was stationary but then it just did a total 180, it did a total 180. <laughs> <laughs> and it was yeah. awesome he's totally literal <laughs> yeah I think that's a
2: switcheroo I think they're pulling a switcheroo on us
0: and also with, with Zach uh, Tino was the one who got the L-bomb but Zach is the one where I got the feel like oh he's got this in the back like their chemistry yeah. is off the
2: charts right it's now it's going so well for him I, I keep like not wanting to believe you when you said that Tino got the only L-bomb because I know you're right it but, doesn't, but like, it, doesn't it doesn't seem doesn't right it doesn't all right yeah. yeah yeah Zach should be getting that album little zacky poo
0: yeah he definitely feels like the emotional winner of it let's we'll see if he ends up being the actual winner it'll be really interesting to see what that this is actual re- winner that's actually nicely done thank you that's worthy of the ring yeah just like our fans who play for the <laughs> ring every single week thank you so much for checking us out on itunes spotify stitcher anywhere you get your podcast We're are waiting for you we love to have you join thanks for uh rating us reviewing us uh, the word of mouth, telling your friends about us. We appreciate it so much. It helps us grow, helps us uh, beat down that, that pesky al- algorithm and uh, we can't thank you enough for it. Uh, very special thanks to Olive. She joins our patrons over at patreon.com. That's where you get all our exclusive bonus content. Olive. That's where you get all of it, yeah.
1: All of it. <laughs> Dude. Nice. Fucking, that's why they pay me <laughs> You're to on me fire right now. This that's is going why great. all the Patreon money <laughs> goes to me. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> so if you want to get in on some great puns like that And yeah. just hear us Kind of let our hair down A little bit I promise uh, if
2: the money If the money goes up Duddy's hubris will, We'll make sure it stays We'll in go Dutty. up with it <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah We'll make so, sure it doesn't Yeah Get too big for his britches
0: So if you're still Listening to us right now uh, Unless you're just Incredibly polite I'm gonna guess that You had a good time You enjoy listening to us Catch more of <laughs> us Over on patreon.com The idea is someone Who's
2: not enjoying a podcast But politely like oh, I gotta finish it though Yeah It's like, the polite thing to do
0: I did yeah I did press play I'm gonna see it through To the, <laughs> the end <Jeez> <laughs> Don't leave the date until the check comes. Uh, but yeah, if you're enjoying yourself here, you're also going to love Left On Said. So that's patreon.com backslash The Batcher Zone. Uh, we always love hearing for, uh, from you on social media, on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Uh By email, we are Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to hit us up anytime. We love your thoughts on the show and what we're doing here, and we always get back to you quickly. Uh, guys, the top five in the Batch Live app. Is unbelievable this week. There were a lot of points on the board. Eric had over two hundred points on his own, so there was a major shakeup. Wow. Check this out. Number five, last week's number two, E Box, former champion. Yeah. So she's still in the top five mix. She's got twenty-four thirty-five. The talented Miss Rose, Max Singer. He is back in the mix, DA, at number four. Okay. Good. With twenty four sixty
1: points. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You'd no. be glad
0: to hear that that he's back on the rise.
1: Look, we're yeah. <laughs> We're he he has to finish in the top five, or he's, it's over. Right.
2: <laughs> you hear that, Max? I don't.
0: But think
1: also, wins. E. Boggs being—if—if if she doesn't finish in the top five, I don't even know who we're going to hire now. Up is
0: down, and down is upright. Like the—the the mix-up was unbelievable yeah. here because number three, you had knitting back out of the rafters uh, just ahead of Max with twenty-four sixty-five points. Last week's number one is now number two. That's Jack with twenty-four seventy-five points, and five points ahead of her. Just five points in the number one slot with twenty-four eighty. Shout it out with me, Jessica, Kayla, <laughs> sitting atop the throne right now, looking wow. in the, uh, the number one spot for that T-shirt. But there's a lot of games left to play.
2: Old J.K. Vowels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot of points are going to – there's always a ton of points on the board in the late rounds, too. So it's mm-hmm. going to be really interesting to see who comes away with our free T-shirt by winning our league over at the Batch Live. Uh, Whether you're playing our Fantasy League or not, uh, it's just going to be a lot of fun to uh, go over the episodes for the rest of the season. We got uh, Avon's Date and the Mentel all next week, and then we got some fantasy suites coming up. Can't wait to have you join us for that. Until then, for Zachary Pike and Daniel A. Duddy, I'm Michael Wally, and this is the Bachelor Zone.